0: Here is a lesson on how to disappoint your parents.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Two and a Half Pastors Podcast. That's right, folks. Again, we're still doing it in
0: your face haters <laughs> for our hey guys this is double digits something.
1: is it is this number 10 yeah. this is episode 10
0: episode 10 of season two so technically like we're like in
1: the 20s but it didn't think we'd pull it off did you but we did and it was I only out of it was only off. out of spite for that one but you know who i'm talking to yeah you out of spite of you personally, anyway, <laughs> talking right now in a very intimidating way is your half past your half pastor Tom Rhonda. Uh, to my Zoom left is your pastor one Travis Nicholson. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. Oh gosh, um, <laughs> and, and my the bottom. It's zoom, true. You wouldn't. <laughs> no. Is yeah. Um, fortunately,
2: uh, fortunately,
1: <laughs> pastor A Andrew
0: Zemianek.
2: Yeah, we we made it. When how many episodes do we need before we exceed our first season one?
0: I, I I think we need like three more real ones because we we had thirteen, but one of them we never posted. Oh,
2: that's
1: true. Yeah. Um, and also, guys, um, how about this? Travis has to stop what he's doing. If one of you out there can tell us what he's doing no do you like he and andrew know what he's doing so i just want someone to call it out so travis has to stop
2: i want to make the super cut of what he's doing though i want to be able yeah. to go through and cut it all together i think the i think video. there's a good
0: chance no one's put it together yet maybe I think
2: there's now a really good the,
1: chance.
0: like 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 now they will because he put such a big spotlight on it people are gonna be like oh you know what, he, Travis is definitely had, doing something it had to pay off eventually this is it paying off not no, even
1: no. close. <laughs> how many I, words are you into it? Barely any. Well, now, now Andrew gave away too many clues. I was no, just getting vaguely mad at Travis.
2: No. It, it, how many letters are you into it, Travis?
1: <laughs> it's okay. When Andrew speaks, we'll do an old school season one bleep over everyone's
0: <laughs> <animal> voice. <laughs> this is why I I I can never have anything nice. You guys just ruin it. Tra- you, you you fully missed one of the weeks no no I did not you I, did no I did not you fully you, missed a week no I did not you did not introduce me you missed go, a week what episode back, did, what episode did he, he not introduce you <laughs> go ba- well no he, he did introduce me he goes, he goes, he goes and and your pastor number one Travis and anyways guys let's talk about what's happening in, uh, in Eurasia that's what you did. That's exactly what I did. Um, oh, our it's
2: controversial okay. Eurasia episode. I, yeah, where yeah. Tom brought up I, problematic I, views on uh, <laughs> some Eurasian country. No, he, <laughs> he, 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 he I don't want that right
0: heat. I jumped right into it
1: before this I had a chance to say. This did not happen. That my, my, canonically my only issue are with probably twenty something year old white men in California. Uh, and they all <laughs> have the last name Paul. That's the only race that people have an
0: issue with. Well, and and, and apparently moms
1: and moms, new moms, and the Paul family. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my beefs. Um, uh, it's okay. N- no one knows what we're talking about anyway, so <laughs> definitely safe. Um, so let's let's get into it. Unless we have anything up top that we need to make sure we drop into the ether i know we usually do a lot of rambling up top
2: we could for once ask people to check out our instagram before the last two minutes Uh, that seems
0: too easy though
1: yeah guys definitely ignore instagram until we
0: remind you again (laughs) (laughs) we have one what's our instagram Uh, it's like three and three and a quarter pastors is that that um
1: that's the Two and a Half Men Instagram. Well.
0: <laughs> the two and a Half Men Instagram. Do they it's Charlie have Charlie Instagram?
1: Do, do not they go a,
0: to the Two and a Half Men
1: Instagram. Yeah, line. definitely don't look up Charlie Sheen on Instagram. It's probably a weird fan page. I'm
0: Honestly, we now. like I, I'm surprised no one's been like, you should really change the name of your
2: podcast. Uh, someone did season one. Don't you remember? Yeah. They were you upset got a that lot of even... flack. They were like literally angry with you.
0: What? I don't remember that.
2: You don't they, remember that? they
1: were they were mad that we would even refer to the show because it was so inappropriate. Oh, yes. I do
0: remember that. Uh, I do remember that.
1: Also, that show is like PG thirteen at best. Come on, uh, they do have a fan Instagram for eight thousand five hundred followers. So, hey, why is, don't
0: we have a fan Instagram yeah. with eight thousand five hundred followers,
1: guys? You know what my real goal here is? Um, I I just want our podcast Instagram to get more followers than the Two and a Half Men uh, fan <laughs> Instagram. <it> <laughs> so if we do that. Let me see. Um, our 8,431st Instagram follower is going to get all the Bitcoin I have. Uh, let me see how much Bitcoin that is.
2: By the time we get there, that will be the new world currency. So you might want to watch out, Tom.
1: Guys, I'll give you .003 of a Bitcoin <laughs> if, if you are that number follower Instagram. <laughs> how many
2: satoshis is that tom i don't know what that word means
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right let's throw it to travis let's get started let's get this party i'm starting
0: this off all right Mm -hmm. let's go so um this is like fresh fresh out of the pop culture oven coming at you piping hot all right blow on it you're gonna burn your tongue Oh, right.
1: love the hype! It's no, I love the hype. Get us warm. Get us warmed up.
0: We're gonna talk about the greatest movie of all time. Mm. A proven fact, no question about it. Truth: the greatest movie of all time is Paddington Two.
1: That that sentence makes total sense. I that fully. That logic flows. That doesn't. It's, that's not gibberish at all. It's, Claiming that Paddington Bear Two is the best movie
0: that's ever existed. It is a true statement. Am I am I wrong? Is Paddington Two not the greatest movie of all time? I haven't even seen Paddington Two. Uh, Neither have
2: I, I. Haven't seen Paddington One. Neither have I. So... I don't
1: know why so many people have seen a movie about a CGI maybe teddy bear with a british accent and frankly (laughs) ugly clothing if we're being honest let's give a little
0: bit of context to our listeners just that way they're not like because i just want to make sure people really don't think that i i was still in
1: context because i still don't believe it
0: i mean it's i mean twitter says it so
1: it's true i really hope you have more than twitter We need to have twitter says so many
0: things every day an hour ago at time of recording um it was released that Paddington 2 is now the top film on Rotten Tomatoes. Citizen Kane held that spot but due to an 80 year old review being added into the Rotten Tomatoes ether algorithm whatever it dropped Citizen Kane and so Paddington 2 is now the greatest movie.
1: Can I can I slip a, slip a mini hot take in there that um, it's right
0: it's it's true?
1: No, th- this is a mini side hot take
2: that You're about white... to come at Citizen Kane. Yeah, I'm about to come, come at on. Citizen Kane. <laughs> I've oh. never seen Citizen. Kane. <laughs> That's my point, guys. Oh my gosh. I don't care
1: how important something is, the cinema history. If it's old, and that like, if it's that old and not really that relevant anymore, it's honestly probably not that good. Like, I don't care how beautifully made it was at the time. I'm glad Paddington took the throne from the old decrepit king that was sitting
2: on it. Hey, you know what, Tom? I think that uh, comic books suck. And you know why?
1: No, because a real thing is, if you pick up a Captain America comic from the 50s, it's garbage. It's drawn like garbage. It's written like garbage. That's true. And so
0: same with movies. Things get better over time. Actors get better. I mean, filming gets better. If 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 this eighty year old review is anything to be like true, I mean, just listen to this. I, I agree with the man. The man's name, uh, according to um, uh, Twitter, is Stanford Cur- Curmudgeon.
1: Wait, is that's the <laughs> fake name, right? <laughs> Maybe is that, I don't is know. Is that like is like the early nineteen hundreds version of Seymour Butts? Is that like
0: <laughs> there? <laughs> it must be but it it was written on may 1st 1941 and it says this it says non-linear storytelling and liberal use of deep focus challenged my expectations i hate that also (laughs) the opening scene led me to believe this would be more about (laughs) horticulture 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 Horticulture. stick to radio (laughs) that is so funny
1: I wanna fall down a rabbit hole of reading reviews for the 1940s. <laughs> that was so nonsense.
2: It's so much if you've seen Citizen Kane, being able to appreciate that even on a deeper well, level. Well, I
0: haven't seen it because I assumed it was about horticulture. Now that I know it's not, <laughs> I'm
2: definitely gonna watch it.
0: He, oh, actually, um, I think his name his name's not Stanford Curmurgen. That must be like the name of like his critic paper. His, his name is William Randolph Hearst.
2: That sounds like know. a famous name. William. Randolph name I mean, honestly,
1: every old person name from the forties sounds like someone sounds like a businessman. Yeah. So I, I've never heard of them. Googling. Yeah. I, but, but. I also I don't know how much history either of us know that could have been one of the presidents, honestly. And I don't <laughs> think I'd know that.
0: My, my, my favorite part is, uh, Non-linear storytelling and liberal use of deep focus challenged my ex- my expectations, and I hate that. <laughs> just honest. Just That's honest. really honest. You know, like, like like I came into this with expectations, and the movie challenged it, and I hated that. I, I want start my expectations met.
1: More. I want to start doing that more often. Like, oh, what, what's wrong with dinner? Like, well, honestly, it was a little bit too bland, and I hate that. And just start ending <laughs> things with, and I hate that.
2: So... I knew I recognized William Randall Hearst's name from somewhere. He is essentially responsible for the invention of yellow journalism.
0: Ah, uh, that makes sense. This yeah. is the phrase we all know. Yellow so, journalism being writing in yellow ink, correct?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Poor journalism. Almost, definitely. Almost. He was the original fake news. so he essentially invented that so it makes sense it was stories with little or no research that were published in ridiculous over-the-top ways wow
1: that explains that i hate that and weird horticulture
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was like what in the world it's weird that rotten tomatoes added it though eight years later and
1: And especially if it's a
0: fake review
1: I think Mr. Paddington had a hand in this. I think the fat cats over at the Paddington company uh, slipped that review in the suggestion box. So Citizen Kane would get taken down a notch and Paddington can take the seat. Well, apparently on Twitter, this is what
0: uh, apparently this is how it all went down. Someone at Rotten Tomatoes says, Hey, I know how we can get a lot of attention really quickly. (laughs) Someone else at Rotten Tomatoes says, Go on. And then they decided to yeah. do this.
1: Hey, I know how to outrage a lot of film nerds and 80 year old people. And
2: that's by taking <laughs> Why the
1: 80
0: year old people. Because
1: they saw so, it when it was in theaters, I guess. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's a level of us being removed and not understanding what's happening in this review. Because William Randall Hurst, this felt to his life sounded too much like the main character of Citizen Kane. So as I'm scrolling through I'm like reading about it. I was like, this sounds like the main character of Citizen Kane. Well, it turns out that Citizen Kane was loosely based on his life.
1: Oh. Wow. <laughs> so that was the saltiest review of all time. <laughs> I... May... Yeah. Y- yep. Honestly, Maybe. that's fair. They should let if – if a movie is based <laughs> on my life and they're not yeah. considering my review, <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs>
0: no so, I, so, I think that's definitely i'm fair. glad
1: justice for hearst <laughs> <laughs> i'm in support of this <gasps> so my, my, my this was in the 40s so he's probably a terrible terrible old man um but sure let's give him
2: yeah this he spot. was he was 70 when uh citizen came came out wow
0: so the, uh my favorite are like the people's reactions to this. So so someone said, please don't misinterpret the adjusted Rotten Tomatoes rankings to mean that Paddington 2 is now the best movie of all time. Paddington 2 already was the best <laughs> movie of all time. Thank you. Drops Mike. <gasps> I think, you know what we're
1: discovering? None of us have seen it.
0: Nope, never seen it.
1: Andrew is enough... Of a uh, full of himself nerd that he's pretending Citizen Kane is great. Um, <laughs> I think we should just watch Paddington 2 and have that be uh, one of our segments is talking about Paddington 2.
2: <laughs> whether whether it is in- indeed the best movie of all yeah, time. I think we need a follow up on that. I'm next down to episode. go on that journey. I'm down to go on that yeah. journey. We,
0: well, well, like, we, we probably won't be able to all watch it together, but we'll watch it
2: separately and then talk yeah, about I'll it. I'll take notes. I'll take notes.
0: Next episode. Hopefully, I won't mix it up.
1: Mix it up with my Snyder cut notes. <laughs> like, I was confused how Martian Manhunter showed up. Halfway through <laughs> Honestly, I probably will like Paddington better than that, since that's the last movie I watched uh, alongside you guys in that way. This is a- <laughs> great.
0: I think uh, I, I think this just goes to show that like critics are a load of crock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because like, like I'm not saying Paddington 2 isn't the best movie of all time. I haven't seen it. It could be. It could blow my socks <laughs> off. It could be a piece of of cinematic history that for some reason no one talked about when it came out. <laughs> um, but I, ha- I have a very strong belief that uh, the the the, the whole critic game it's it's all it's all a, it's all a sham.
2: But honestly, I'm looking – I listen. That's okay because if you legitimately. Citizen Kane, when it came out, was not super well-received.
1: Yeah, because it's a bad movie. Honestly, we can't take people's opinions back then seriously. (laughs) (laughs) You know what else happened back in the day? The first movie was of a train coming out the screen, and people ran out of the theaters. Because you know why, Andrew? People were stupid a long time ago. Oh, hot take, ding, ding, ding. People were really dumb back then. So we can't take their opinions seriously. Not that old people aren't dumb now, but if I'm if I'm time trap if someone from the 1930s or 40s time traveled to this era, they would probably seem like a very dumb person. (laughs) Like there Um, wasn't thorough schooling back then; they hadn't seen things.
2: Listen, all right, I'm gonna keep diving down this rabbit hole because I'm learning so much about the release of Citizen Kane right now. So (laughs) Hurst. Are you still
1: actively reading Citizen Kane wiki while we're talking? Yes. <laughs> yes I am. Oh
2: my god. Hearst's response to Citizen Kane. Hearst, he it was enraged so much by its existence that he banned any advertising, reviewing, <laughs> or mentioning of it in his papers papers and had his journalists libel Wells. So they sued him for libel. And then he Wells used Hearst's opposition as a pretext for previewing the film in several opinion-making screens in Los Angeles, lobbying for his artistic worth against the hostile campaign Hearst was waging.
1: It would be really funny if there was like a weird, very deep meta thing where Paddington is also technically based on Hearst <laughs> It's a weird
0: <laughs> deep no, no, analogous no. way. Here's the deal: Paddington is actually based on Orson Wells. Oh, and Orson so Welles has the final say. <laughs> <laughs> Orson Welles wins.
2: Uh,
0: so, so I, I thought it'd be fun just to kind of end this segment uh, with you guys, each uh, myself included, uh, sharing a recommendation for a movie that is great, although really bad.
1: It, a you movie it. that deserves 100% on Rotten Tomatoes yes. has not
0: achieved it. Yes. Hmm. Okay. All right,
2: you got yours, Tom?
1: I got, I've had mine since I was 12 years old. Okay. <laughs> uh, have you guys heard of a movie called Kung Pao? Kung, 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 kung Pao, Pao, Enter the is,
2: is that the one where- he, Sounds racist. He learns uh, the ability- I don't think so. Is that the one with the lady with the, who's like super strong and she owns the apartment complex? No, she- no, that is Kung Fu Hustle. Okay, Kung Fu Hustle. The whole
1: genre of comedy Kung Fu movies is beautiful. And if you haven't seen one, Kung Fu Hustle is another great one. But Kung Pao is an amazing movie where some genius decided to take like a 70s Kung Fu movie, like a fully (laughs) – like. Like, like a full filmed in China kung Fu movie. Oh yeah and <laughs> shot his own original scenes where he's interacting and cutting back and forth with him and a 50 like a, the 70s kung Fu movie <laughs> and changing the subtitles of what they're no they dubbed over with different American voices what they were saying. and it becomes the funniest, most insane thing ever. It's like the whole movie is just a redubbed uh, 70s kung Fu movie and then a random guy. And his his special thing is he was the born chosen one because he has a human face on his tongue that can speak, uh, and honestly, that's all you need to know. <laughs> all is, <right>. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Andrew, you you may remember this movie if you saw the image I just saw. This is the movie with the guy doing the flying sidekick into the cow. And does he have gopher chucks in his hand? Gopher um, nunchucks? Well, he he does on the he does on the the cover, yeah, but yeah. But but this is the movie where the guy, like, slowly, like, Matrix-style kicks a cow in the chest.
1: So, yeah, best, oh. best, best movie of all time. We need to give Kung Fu, uh, Kung Pao, much more, much more credit. Yeah. All I right. Watch that.
2: <laughs> all right. All right. That's a good one. Um, My opinion, the greatest movie of all time is Trolls oh, 2.
0: Right. What? Okay. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. Use you? <laughs> like... Like this almost sounds real. Like it sounds like you really think this is the greatest movie of all time.
2: I love Trolls too. I have never. This is infuriating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why is this infuriating? Is the, why why are you coming at us with troll? Did you like Trolls One? I've never heard you talk. I've never about Trolls.
2: seen Trolls One. I don't know how they're
1: connected
0: or related. Why
1: did you see Trolls Two? How did have you, you seen up? Trolls Two? Yeah, no, because I haven't seen, seen the both. Trolls movies. I've seen both,
0: <laughs> and Trolls One is better than Trolls Two.
1: Why is an adult <laughs> man watching Trolls Two,
2: especially? No, no okay, 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 okay. We're 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 mixing we're mixing universes. I am talking about a different Trolls 2. Oh, completely what? different. This isn't in the Pixar Trolls movie. This is not the Pixar Trolls movie. Okay. Troll 2 is a movie that was made, must be in the 70s, uh, maybe 80s. It was this... So uh, there's, a, there's a whole documentary behind the scenes of how this movie ended up getting oh, made. Oh, I know. It okay. was made by some yeah. Italian, Italian director who couldn't speak English. He didn't speak English. And he came... And created an American film called Troll Two. Don't know why it's called Troll Two. There are no trolls in it. Yes, that is the exact image. It is Travis.
0: terrifying.
2: <laughs> it is the greatest movie you will ever see in your life. It is so mind bogglingly bad that it is a journey that you need to go on at some point in your life. Okay, so I'm
1: more willing to watch that than the sequel to the <laughs> Pixar Trolls movie.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: completely. Favorite. Oh my goodness! But. Um,
2: it is it looks terrifying but it's so badly made it's not even scary but literally they talk about being on set and the director can't speak english he doesn't speak english and he's directing people and the cast teaching the the cast is all english all american actors
0: Ooh,
1: that that sounds good good. i I am down for that now they
2: have a scene where there's this one guy who's like this creepy guy in the show You know how they found him? The dude was in an insane asylum and he got to leave the insane asylum for 24 hours a day and was walking around town. They're like, hey, you want to be in a movie? He's like, (laughs) yeah, I can only do Tuesdays. They're like, sure, let's go. And they took this dude (laughs) out
0: of the insane
2: asylum and had him film a whole scene. And he's like one of the best actors in the film. But the dude was in an insane asylum and he got 24 hour reprieves once a week and they just found him on the side of the road and were like hey come be in our movie
0: <laughs> i definitely i'm down to watch that for sure i'm in um mine mine's way different but when you're talking about like terribly made movies it made me think just recently i went through all the 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 uh mortal combat movies to prepare uh, for the where are you? one going with this um, um. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is no. one of the worst <laughs> movies I have ever seen. Like, How? it is so bad. I've seen clips
1: of this. I don't want to put my eyes through looking at. It
0: movies. is so bad. <laughs> um, just, just go Google Mortal Kombat Annihilation. The I, The effects are bad. The acting's bad. It is The story's bad. I just bad. don't it's appreciate just you guys... Br- I believe Kung Pao is genuinely the most amazing movie ever. You guys have both poisoned the well. No, 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 no. With your purposely bad movies. No, 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 no. I was was saying, you know, because he mentioned bad movies that were Mm. made bad. And so that popped in my head. I had to get it out there. The movie that I recommend that is genuinely a great movie is currently sitting at a whopping 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. It's got the great Christopher Lloyd who many will know as Doc Brown. It's not Back to the Future, I assume. There's no way it's at
1: 2% Rotten Tomatoes. No, no nope. way.
0: Baby Geniuses.
2: Oh, oh my god, Travis. Why? Travis. Baby
0: Geniuses.
2: I would have rolled with, with- annihilation over this
1: oh dude baby yeah, is annihilation is ironic enjoyment <laughs> imagine you genuinely enjoying watching
0: baby geniuses is so- I lo- dude i grew up with that movie i love that movie uh recently i've been trying to get aaron to watch it with me she won't um it is such a funny movie uh,
2: granted well, i haven't fine. watched
0: it since i was like Eleven years old,
2: but oh my gosh, it, man! Like,
0: my like, I just remember my childhood and laughing at that movie relentlessly, and wishing mm-hmm. that I was a baby just so I could be a baby genius.
2: Your your homework <laughs> is to rewatch that movie and come back with an updated opinion on that.
0: It will probably be the same. <laughs> I mean, it's it's me that, if we're being honest. All uh, right, but oh. yeah. Now
1: we're gonna transition out of there into a new a, a new fixture of the show. You know we gotta be get ready for the big leagues. Uh, we gotta we talk a big game about uh, being getting rich uh, and being the most successful podcasters of all time. But this is when we pay <laughs> out that game and we visit a new a new part of this journey called the Sellout Station.
0: Chuka, chuka, uh, chuka, <laughs> what was that? That, that was not <laughs> a trade. <laughs> that. Was- I don't, I don't know, know what.
1: what <laughs> it sounds like a very weird, sick rooster. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like. But, um, so yeah. we've never done ads before. We don't have one now, but <laughs> you know we got to keep the, the we got to warm up the seat before anyone wants to sit in it. You know, uh, we got to show that it's a viable yeah. spot. I mean, are you it's sure gotta you want to feel like
2: that? it's got to be that experience of you know when you're at church and you sit in the wrong seat and someone just sat up and it's pleasantly warm. No, no, yeah, okay. So
0: like like sometimes that's the case, but have you ever gone to a public restroom and someone just walked out and then you sit on the toilet and the toilet's weird and warm? Like that is not pleasant.
1: I actually, oh man, and you won't have time for this. I have a, I have a very involved idea around that whole situation. I have very strong opinions on warm used toilets. Um and there's positives and negatives. Um, anyway, so today, just to, just to show that we're good advertisers, uh, we're going to advertise just for things that we think need to be advertised for products that I think like, so today I chose something that I think needs help and we're going to lend our audience to this product. So, uh, Travis, how are you ever at church and it's community time and you're like, I got a Bible. I got a cell phone. I got yes. my notebook. My how job. am I supposed to hold all, how am I supposed to hold a wafer and a glass of grape juice at the same time? Uh, backpack.
0: Do
1: do uh, yeah. But you know what happens every time the grape juice spills over your backpack, you know, maybe it splashes on your Bible.
0: How big is your grape juice? Travis, this is an advertisement. It's <laughs> oh, built around you agreeing with me. Yes, yes. I mean, yes. yes. Warning future
1: advertisers. Travis is just going to argue that your product is worthless. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That sounds terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, that happens to you all the time, right, Andrew? Get out of here. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. What Get out of here. Get out of here, Harry's razors. I don't need to shave. Um, yeah. Yeah. But- are-
1: yeah, you know your hands are too I don't know where Andrew came with that. Back to you, Travis. <laughs> uh, this this does happen to me. This does happen to me. Guys, we're starting so bad. <laughs> this is our first attempt at an advertisement. We need to get back on track. Listen, yeah, I
2: uh, agree with you. When you have the microphone in your hand and you have to hold the cup and somehow the wafer, yeah. that's real difficult. Now, yes. I all I'll agree with that. I'll agree I agree with there,
1: that. turns out there's a way. There's a way to throw all that to one compact little sleeve. And I'm talking to you about Weird little cups that you peel back and have a separate compartment with for crackers. Oh, uh, oh That's oh. right, folks. <laughs> pre right, communion. Pre-package communion, all in one. <laughs> Do you ever want to eat a cracker and not know how long it's been sitting over an old <laughs> cup of grape juice? With pre packaged communion, the ushers can stand on the stage and just whip these little cups out at the audience and rain it down on you. And you don't even have to worry
0: about it spilling. <laughs> no, I, I'm not behind yeah, this. Have you ever wondered if, if, if they give us money,
2: you ever wondered? Huh? One of you talk <laughs> Have you ever wondered? <laughs> have you ever wondered what Styrofoam tastes like in yeah. small circle form? Well, prepackaged but, communion. Do and, you want to drink <laughs> grape juice? yeah and wonder if you just accidentally consumed alcohol? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Now Travis, remember this is important. This is a sellout station. We're proving that we can sell anything. So even if it's a weird little cup that you don't even know what the cracker is made of, or if it's technically <laughs> food, we have to sell that.
0: I don't want to sell out to that. And I'll mind sell out you, to anything else. And yeah. mind you,
1: churches that we are directly tied to may have used these at some point.
2: Within the last month.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm pretty sure almost every church that we're tied to has used these within the past month.
1: So just we have to tread carefully. We don't want, don't want to insult all these churches that just want to be able to softball lob communion out at their parishioners.
2: I don't know if it's appropriate for me to actually call out the company that we buy these from or if it's <laughs> insulting <laughs> at this point.
0: I'm pretty sure we'll end up having to pay them. This is
1: libel. This is a first level
2: libel. I have not said anything untrue. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so to get your own pre-packaged communion cups go Uh, to www.isthiscardboard.com (laughs) slash two and a half
1: pastors just go to two and a half pastors uh instagram if you want them bad enough i'll just mail you one Uh, (laughs) because honestly i could probably just slap a stamp around the outside of it they seem pretty sturdy
0: dms the word scrumptious And we'll send you a scrumptious (laughs) communion cup.
1: Yeah, give us a hashtag scrumptious food review of our (laughs) horrible looking little all-in-one communion cups. But they are a great solution to COVID uh, communion. So there we go. There is an upswing to everything.
2: That's literally the only reason. (laughs) (laughs)
0: They're probably the worst part about COVID too.
1: (laughs) The worst part about COVID? You know what? I used the the highlight of my Sundays was enjoying that beautiful snack where someone makes you eat a cracker, then waits way too long to let you sip the juice. Oh yeah, uh, and then you have a very dry mouth for a solid five minutes while they rant, and then you get to take the sip of the juice that gives you that nice refreshing flood of grape juice. God bless people that make you take them back and back back to back. you got to do communion back-to-back, guys.
2: I'm thankful for the communion cups because that's the only reason I remember which order to do communion in.
0: (laughs) What? It's the
1: same every time. There's only two pieces.
2: Yeah, you're up on stage and you just got two. Sometimes you accidentally do the blood first. And that's not, you're not supposed to do that. If you so get a I... burger and a Coke, do you drink the entire Coke and then eat the burger? Depends on how good my waiter is. Because um... <laughs> <What? laughs> they bring you the drink before they bring you the food. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But also, my main argument
1: is that I remember because the grape juice is always such a relief to the dry, unsalted matzah. if (laughs) if I wasn't uncomfortable, I know I'm not doing communion in the right order. Yeah, yeah, that's also true
2: no but literally i remember it because i'm like oh yeah the little the little cracker is always on top because once you have one of those you never forget so like, guys, little crackers on top so it helps i always remember it's the order. great for
1: covid friendly communion and it's great for insanely forgetful <laughs> pastors <laughs> if you have one of those two concerns covid or not knowing what order two things go in <laughs>
0: And now that we've sold out, back to our yeah. pre-programmed schedule. Right. And that's a Leaving great advertisement for
1: us because clearly we'll put way too much time into an advertisement <laughs> on accident. It's not just free ad time. <laughs> All right. So we're throwing back to me um, over here in the, what's the non-sellout station called? Does it need a name?
0: Grand Central.
1: Grand, um, Grand Central Pastors.
0: Yeah, that didn't
2: sound as good. <laughs> no. Minimum effort station.
0: Yeah, that's true. We
1: peel <laughs> out of minimum effort into mid, uh, I think sellout station is mid-effort. Um, max effort is when Chris Pratt eventually guests on our podcast. That's the only time we kick it into overdrive. Um, <laughs> but no, I think, so this week I saw something, and this will be very dated. I'm really hoping that we don't find the answer to my, my query that I'm about to pose to you guys. Um, because if it's a sad answer, I'll feel bad. So hopefully you guys listening to this know what's going on. And the question of this week is, what happened to Zach Efron? Uh, so for those of you who saw the Instagram post, I put up the Instagram post in real time about an hour ago. Um, I still haven't seen it. So, so you can I'll, – I'll share the screen with you guys. Don't worry. Okay. Um, but you guys could check out our last post on Two and a Half Pastors Instagram. Um, I'll also share it on Facebook probably. So you could see, or just Google it. Uh, no, don't Google it. Definitely look at the Instagram. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no guys tell me what happened to Zach Efron. All right. Uh, do you, wait? Do uh, you do you see this? I mean oh. both of these pictures are Zach Efron. The one on the right, though, I fear is a monster. A monster that
2: killed Zach Efron and wore his skin. <laughs> um, you guys see my concern? I think he became a Scientologist.
1: <laughs> Is that one of the procedures they do? All right, um, so now for for those of you too lazy to, to look it up on our Instagram, first of all, shame on you. Uh, second of all, his head doubled in size, his mouth maybe tripled in size, and his jaw increased in size in a way that I can't mathematically calculate. Um, his old head could get one bit eaten by his new head. I mean,
0: my, my, my biggest question though is like, could that not just be like a bad photo of him? No, it's a, that's a
1: screenshot from a video, an Earth Day commercial where a bunch of celebrities go back and forth talking about Earth Day or something, I think. Did he um,
2: get plastic surgery?
1: No one knows. <laughs> Nobody knows the answer answers yet. The article I showed you guys the picture from was plastic surger, uh, surgeons arguing over whether or not he might have had plastic surgery. But n- I mean, no it's hard. Has, but I- I'm just mad because Zac Efron is what most of us men could only hope to look like. He's like a statue with life breathed into it. And the idea that I have to be inadequate compared to that. And then he also feels he need to improve himself means how far are we truly down the ladder of, of perfection guys? How far do we have to climb? Yeah. I don't know. I, I have a theory and this is my hope. Cause I genuinely hope. That this isn't plastic surgery and he's just getting more jacked than he ever has
2: been. I mean, <laughs> he's been working out his jaw muscles.
0: Let's give him the like benefit of the doubt, though. I mean, like, he could just have gotten stung by a bee. <laughs> so he got stung by a bee on both jaw lines and his lips,
1: and also he decided to still film a commercial right afterwards. It could happen.
0: <laughs> Guys, we only have we the camera for another. A deadline, day. And then be a bee attack. I mean. He, like it well, the happen. thing
1: is, it, he, he Zach Efron has been jacked for a while. Yeah, and like hyper jacked Zach Efron does not look like this terrifying thing that I'm. He looks like I think the comparison online right now is he is human handsome Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh
0: that's a great you. comparison.
1: I think. Yeah. And, so my my best case scenario is that. So for Marvel fans out there, they announced that Hercules or not real. They announced that the new Thor movie is going to involve Zeus um, in the Marvel movies. And Hercules is a Marvel superhero. Right. So people are thinking who's gonna cast as Hercules. So maybe Zac Efron somehow target exercised his face in order to be a good fit for the Hercules role. I'd be down with that.
0: Yeah. I mean, on, on a, on a semi-serious note, you know, if, if this is plastic surgery, like it's just, it's a, it's a good, it's a good reminder for us all. Like, you know, no one thinks they look perfect. Right. Like honestly, yeah. If Zac Efron didn't already think he was set, who does? Right. Yeah. Like, like underneath my beard, I've got a jaw, like, Zach Efron. I
2: hope so. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> for sure.
1: No, underneath um, Travis's beard is just like a loose uh, tongue hanging out. <laughs> <So> that's no <laughs> lower half of his head.
2: I, I, I have no hair. Lift it up and move it. That
0: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, grosses me out. Uh, but yeah, huh? I mean, I, I like, I feel for the dude. If 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 he did get plastic surgery, like I, I couldn't imagine. Being a, a child actor like he was, and then just from the moment he started on High School Musical, like people, you know, oohed and odd and ogled his body. Is it ogled? Yeah, I'd say ogled. Yep, ogled his his body. And so, um, you know, to to go through that for twenty years, you know, that's gonna that's gonna weigh in on you. And and then all of a sudden, if you wake up one day and you're like, you know, I don't look as good as people want me to i need to change something and so like yeah like don't get me wrong we can continue you know uh, poking fun at it because you know it it is like what in the world but at the same time like i couldn't imagine being in that state
1: no i i have to imagine if i was rich and famous i would immediately get a lot of plastic surgery oh 100%. i am i am a very weak willed vain man and the only thing that holds me back is uh, probably money and fame uh, that keeps me from being a
0: total monster. I wouldn't get plastic um, surgery. I would just hire someone that kind of looked like me but was super jacked. And I'd just say this is, this is now me. No, that's the worst him. case
1: scenario. Um, <laughs> because then you just people think that there's a good-looking version of you and now you're not that. I already have a hot brother, Travis. That's what my <laughs> life is. You have a brother? Yeah. Just imagine yeah. me if I was skinny and very muscular. It's
2: oh. a so, Sounds
0: like a pretty cool guy.
2: I have a theory <laughs> um, to end okay. this. All right. Margot Robbie has been um, tapped to play Barbie in a live-action film.
0: Oh,
2: I believe Zach Efron is method acting his way into the Ken role. Do you think no. he's wearing prosthetics?
0: <laughs> uh, those prosthetics, you think? I mean, he looks like a human Ken doll. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: honestly, if we find out that Zach Efron is trolling us and this is something like he's purposely looking like Ken or something, I, heavy respect to the man. Heavy respect.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And also another quick bit of pop culture news I want to squeeze in there. Jake Paul keeps winning boxing matches. (laughs) And if him or his brother don't get severely wrecked soon, I'm going to be very mad. I don't have much else to say besides I'm disappointed that they seem to love to set up matches against middle-aged retired men
0: who are desperate (laughs) for money.
2: Uh, and who but clearly yeah. did not take this match seriously. Yeah,
0: well, I, I was going to say that that's not even what they're doing. They're just making matches against people that want to be paid more, but also yeah. retired people.
2: Yes.
1: They're not going against like people that would be good at what they're doing, they're going against people that they could be. Because you know what? I could be a 4 0 boxer if I exclusively box young children and old women. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going
0: with that. I was like, I no, there's no way. So,
1: I would be so dominant in the boxing ring if I only boxed very weak, small people. I don't know, Tom. I think even then you'd still be at least three and one. <laughs> no, I'm definitely, I'm not even, not even a 12 year old is getting in there. I'm going 10 or under. I don't want to <laughs> risk a scrappy 12 year old taking me down.
2: Um, 10 or under or 80 and over. I mean, over. I, I mean Logan's
0: still set to fight Floyd Mayweather, right? The that's, Floyd
2: Mayweather fight that's one that'll be good, that'll be genuine. He bet, yeah. I think, I think Jake Paul has been a genius
1: in knowing how to maximize his uh, his value and how uh, his uh, um, oh, 100 the money's taken in, and he doesn't care about the boxing. I think uh, Mayweather versus Jake Paul is pure hubris, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, saw, a, I saw an interview where they were talking to like a boxing expert and they're like, Is Who was the one who just just won Logan? Jake just just won Ben. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, is Jake a good boxer? And the guy's like, honestly, we don't know. He's never fought a real boxer before. (laughs) I was like, oh, dang. That's fair. (laughs) That's
1: brutal. (laughs) That does impact out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I got. I just want you guys to know that I'm going to be salty and permanently salty until I see both of them get wrecked. Oh, the Mayweather uh,
2: not, fight should be good.
1: I know it's not very Christian of me, but sometimes you want to see justice get go- doled out. Divine justice, preferably. Um,
2: so, <laughs> maybe Floyd, there's a, a Christian boxer out there. Is Floyd Mayweather still an active boxer? Or is he retired? I think he's technically retired, but he was
1: retired when he fought Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. he never fought Mandy Patinkin. That's... <laughs> Manny he Pacquiao? Mandy Pacquiao. I was like, he did not <laughs> fight an Eagle Montoya. I
0: was like, <laughs> Hold on, hold on. He did not fight what that, that old actor man you have killed my father prepare to box ah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i i definitely think uh that like like even if logan wins the floyd mayweather fight like you could always lean back on well he's you know it's floyd. like floyd mayweather's old now right isn't he like I mean, he's got to be uh, like sixty-two, right? He's no, he's, he's forty-four. Yeah, he's athlete yeah. old, but he's so, not old. So pretty much sixty-two. Yeah,
1: and also, is he a dad yet? He probably has dad strength by now.
2: <laughs> dad strength and is a don't underestimate thing. dad strength. Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. crap! So this is crazy. So, um Paul is allowed to weigh one hundred ninety pounds. Mayweather can only weigh one hundred and sixty-eight pounds.
0: He's restricted uh, height, to being
2: 168.
0: Height, height. Height. matters.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, so they yeah, Mayweather...
0: weigh less because he's taller? Because he's no, shorter.
2: He's shorter.
1: Wait, so why do they match? Wait, what?
2: So if you're taller, you're allowed to weigh more going into the boxing match. Uh, but he's four inches shorter than uh, Paul, who is uh, allowed to weigh 190, and so he can only weigh 168. <sighs> that will impact things. Yeah.
0: I mean, just the height alone will impact things. No, they
1: should let shorter people be fatter. That'll help them, right? <laughs> that, that balances it out. Tall people have to be skinnier and less strong.
2: that's I mean, that's a pretty big reach advantage because i'm I'm about six two Tom. How tall are you? I'm like five seven on a good day. Oh, okay. so <laughs> it's it's a little bit more of an extreme, yeah. Than me, me to you, but I no, mean, I could still is... take you though.
1: Ha- <laughs> Hashtag Tom could take Andrew.
0: Uh, You're here first, folks. the the next uh, The next big boxing match, Tom yeah. and Andrew.
2: Let's stream it the same day as the Mayweather-Paul fight. No, that, that's the, that's we'll pull the... in
1: all the viewers. That's the fifty dollars tier on Patreon. On the two and a half fastest Patreon, to get to see me and Andrew fight each other.
2: <laughs> I hope we're writing these down.
1: Uh-huh. I know, we have to really keep up with all these Patreon promises. <laughs> uh, all I
2: right. mean, yeah, we have a lot. We've offered to call people on – we've offered to call our own family members on their birthdays. <laughs> That's true. <but> <laughs> different <laughs> ones of us. So Travis calls my mom on her birthday. So that was a Patreon, Patreon tier? Yes. Yeah, the Patreon tier was we'll call you on your birthday. That way our family members will pay. But then if it's our family member, oh. we'll call each other's family members. <laughs>
1: that- Man, our jokes get really confusing, huh? <laughs> that makes I feel bad for whoever listens to our own podcast because that made no sense to me, and I'm the one that said it originally.
2: <laughs> oh man! All right, are we ready to go into our final segment? Yeah,
1: I think we're ready. to think the so.
2: Question. All right, this is a question. It's uh, supported by Christian questions on Reddit. All right, I need advice. I've been Christian all my life and I'm now 15. I know God exists and everything, but I haven't been reading my Bible as much as I should. My mom keeps pressuring me into praying and reading my Bible, which is really off-putting for me as I feel like it's making my relationship with God feel like a chore more than what it really is. Can I have some help as to what to do?
0: All right. I, so, I, At right. First, I thought you just kind of ended it. I need advice. <laughs> I have been a Christian my whole life and I'm 15. I was like, oh, that's an open-ended question. Yeah. So much advice
1: for that, honestly. It's going to be a rough go. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and so I feel like I know what direction this might go. So just to throw the initial sympathy down, um, at first, yeah, that it does feel like that. So no, I'm not going to blame this person for having that initial feeling. Cause ever being forced to read a book is
2: always <laughs> rough. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it takes I a lot. I read for fun, but I don't think I read a single book I was ever supposed to in high school. True, mm. true, fair. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, I would actively read for fun while avoiding reading books that were assigned to me, even if I got to choose the book.
0: Oh yeah, no, so, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I rarely. I'm pretty sure the first book I ever read straight through was ready player one. And that came out four years after I graduated. And it's also like 15 pages long. (laughs) It's longer than that. That's a leaflet. (laughs) Ready player one. It's at least like two hundred pages. You know
1: what? You're, you're talking to a Brandon Sanderson fan over here. All right, man. It doesn't take me a calendar year to read a book that I don't <laughs> want any part of it. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, yeah. yeah. Required reading is always rough, so uh, don't right. blame yourself too much for being difficult to get out of that mindset.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I I think the part of the problem is like the way that we approach it like we we as pastors sometimes can make it sound like it's required reading when in reality it it's not required reading it's just your way of getting to know god and to hear from god i think because the way i view it is like
1: some things are good for you but it's weird to call it a chore because it's like would you call brushing your teeth a chore just because you should definitely do it for your own good? Like, no, it's not on your list of chores. It's Sometimes. on a list of like upkeep, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you can't view it like something that your mom will be mad at you if you don't do, because that does muddy the waters a little bit, but there are some things that, and I think it's difficult when you're young to accept that. There are some things that you genuinely just need to do to make things better in subtle ways that you just have to accept. Like I like no teenager wants to brush their teeth twice a day because they don't see how gross it gets when they don't brush their teeth twice a day.
0: No adult brushes their teeth twice a day. I mean, (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, I was
1: going to say, I also don't, but I don't, I know that's wrong. (laughs) <laughs> I'll at least admit that it's wrong To only brush my teeth at night But you know what What's happening to my mouth While I'm sleeping a Nothing lot. What do I eat a dozen spiders Who cares
0: <laughs> uh, and, and like So like Like I think the, the mom Needs to be careful too Like because the moment um, You are Making someone feel bad For not doing something Especially when it's your Your child like that child is just going to want to not do it even more.
1: But also that it is a difficult thing with teenagers though. Cause there's a big chance that the mom is just saying, Hey, you remember to read your Bible? Say like, mom, get off my back. That's true. <laughs>
2: that's fair. That's, that's a valid statement. Oh, it's such. Yeah. It is a hard balance to strike because I think through it, like, you know, when I have a child, what am I going to do? Like, about making sure that they go to church or go to youth group. Like all of these things are these things that they're required to do regardless. Cause I, even when I didn't believe in God, my mom made me go to church and she made me go to youth group. And I'm thankful for that now because it, my life would have gone a very different direction had my mom not like laid down the law and said, there are certain things we do. We go to church, we go to youth group. And that was just part of life. And it was so critical and important to it. But it's such like a hard balance because it's like striking that balance of like, you don't want to make your kid feel like church is a punishment or reading the Bible is something you have to do. And if you don't, you know, you get Mm. grounded. But at the same time, I don't know, it's striking that balance. And then it's also, I think, Tom, I like the way you put it. There's some things you just got to do not because it necessarily sometimes isn't fun, but because it's good for you. It's good Mm -hmm. for you.
1: I think I'd say definitely it's not like I'm not a parent, so I'm not going to be one to throw out parenting advice besides take your crying baby out of a church service or movie theater. (laughs) 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 I'll give out. Um, But I feel like, like when you punish someone for not reading their Bible, that's when you're drawing that line. I think the thing is you have to change the mentality. Like, The way I, like, you have to get them in a mindset where they see why it's good to do. Like, if you're, if someone is going to say like, oh yeah, I believe in God or, and I'm a Christian, then that's like saying there is a person that I believe in and think is great. And I want to emulate myself after. And imagine meeting someone that says, oh yeah, I think this person is the coolest, greatest person of all time. I want to be just like, him." like, oh, you know, they have a book full of all the ways you can do that. And the (laughs) only way you can find out is by reading that book. No, I haven't read that. Uh, I don't really feel like it. Like, oh, sounds like you're not super into the idea of being just like this person. <laughs> like, like, imagine the leading expert on Abraham Lincoln didn't read any literature on Abraham Lincoln. It's like, no, I think he's a great guy. Oh, what's your favorite thing? Uh, quote he's ever said? Like, oh, I'm not super up on the quotes. I just, I just dig the hat and the beard a lot. It's like, no, if you want to, like, if you like genuinely do believe in God and want to be, you know, a, a Christian. Then the only way to do that is by referencing the best literature that tells you how all of that works.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. well and 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 I, and I think that's that's part of it, right? So like because um, eventually that teenager that teenager is gonna go through something and they're gonna ask their mom for advice. and that's the moment where the mom can use that as a teaching lesson. like, hey, you know, the Bible talks about this. If if you'd read your Bible, you know it could give you the advice you're looking for. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm quite proud of you, Tom. That was a, you've given some genuinely insightful and good answers. And this is your I, least favorite thing to guys, do, guys.
1: That's not my brand. Let's I don't, we don't even <laughs> talk
2: about it. <laughs> yeah, that's when
1: that half pastor comes out. So maybe based on percentages, we should call it like two and an eighth
0: pastors. Just based on how often I talk sincerely. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I I think too, like, cause, cause I'm the worst, like growing up, I was the worst at reading my Bible and I'm, I'm still like, like, I, I have to make sure I, I read my Bible outside of sermon prep because it's so easy for me just to prep a sermon and be like, okay, that's my, my Bible for the week. And so I have to make sure I do it outside of sermon prep. But I remember growing up, like, the bible is such a daunting task and so to mm. to to think about reading the bible you know it's what 122 books or something like that
2: and it's just like 66 but good try <laughs> Oh, I
1: I was thinking of sixty-six in Travis both the, just read two, uh, I was read two 66. copies of the Bible in a row and got really confused. Like Geez, there's a lot of books and they're repeating a lot.
0: <laughs> I was thinking it's 66 in the old and new, but that's not it. That's not yeah. it. Um, anyways, uh going back so uh yeah, and so for me what worked was um just deciding, you know, I'm I'm going to read this this book of the Bible and however long it takes me not putting a time limit on it, not saying, I am going to read this book of the Bible this week, or I'm going to read this book of the Bible this month. It's just, I want to read this book of the Bible. And it could, it could take me three months to get through it. Mm. You know, it could take me a year to get through it. Hopefully not that long, but um, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to read it. And what I ended up finding was, when, when I didn't limit myself, when I didn't put expectations on myself, whenever I just, just read the Bible in in the time that I wanted to read the Bible, I I would end up rereading it and rereading it and rereading it. And God would speak to me different ways every time I read it. And so I remember, you know, when I was in master's commission, I read Genesis 28 every single day and every day was something new. Uh, And here's a hot tip parent. Like
1: if you're a parent that wants your kid to read the Bible the worst thing you can do is just tell them to read the Bible. Yeah. Uh, Cause here's the thing you're going to like, the tip is if you have that, like one of the Bible apps, I think the YouVersion version app is the one that I know, like has a read through the Bible plan where it jumps you around in a way that keeps it mostly organized in a way that's digestible and interesting. It gives you a reasonable amount of chapters per day to read like very easy. Cause honestly, if you throw your kid a Bible and just say, read this and they go in order they're in for a bad time and it's your fault. Oh, yeah, <laughs> straight up. If you're telling your kid to go, um, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, like you have declined their enjoyment of the Bible by expecting them to read those three books in a row and understand anything. Mm. Yeah, it's like you're get like it, the that's why one of the reasons I believe, like my biggest arguments for the Bible, not being some fictional book, like uh, people believe is that if it was, it would not be organized in such a boring manner. Uh, people, <laughs> That's so are, fair. people are better at writing fiction than that. This is clearly historical or else it would not get so boring for long. That's longer. So <laughs>
0: true. Leviticus and to numbers is so. Oh yeah. Tough. I mean, I mean numbers alone. Like I honestly, I, I don't think I've ever read numbers straight through. Um, just because it's like, and then 67 sheep went to the brother of John and 47 cattle yeah. went to, to the tribe of Benjamin. And then one, one goat went to Abraham.
1: And that's why like something like you version is great. Cause it'll say, read, you know, Genesis chapters, uh, chapter one along with John chapter this and then read numbers chapter this with, and then they'll mix it with like, maybe they'll throw revelations. I don't know, but they'll mix it in. So you're not only reading tough, hard to digest verses. It's like, like when your mom in.
0: Uh, mixes in little bites of broccoli with the Mac and cheese.
1: Mm, that's right. N- you know? Numbers is definitely the broccoli judges is the Mac and cheese.
0: Heck yeah. <laughs> yes. Heck yeah. Judges yeah. Is the Mac and cheese dude. <laughs> judges is a fun book to read. <laughs>
2: I, um, I, my mentality a lot of times is I have to, so my Bible reading is best when I am actively learning in the sense of like, I'm not just reading, but I'm watching people dissect a verse for an hour. Like, that's what I'm like that's what I'm in like peak Bible study mode. Like I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch this guy spend 120 weeks going through the book of Mark, like mm. hour long mm. videos all, every, all the whole way. Like, that's what I'm like, all right, cool. Mm. That's my Bible study. Cause I, it's, so it's partially like learning. Like there's people who like, they just sit down and just like love to just sit there and just read the Bible and like more power to yeah. you. But mm. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I need active, like understanding, engagement, like, teach me things about this. I didn't understand. Like teach me things that I wouldn't have seen on my own. Like it's gotta be, it's like my connection with God is based, is like revelatory. So as I receive revelation, as I receive knowledge, my, um, my relationship with God is enhanced. And so I just, I have to function in that way. I don't know, maybe that's not right. Maybe it's not biblical. Who knows, but it works for me, and so that's how I work through it. And In other, other lines, words, Andrew whatever. just
0: admitted that he doesn't read his Bible.
2: So. I, I read it. I just, <laughs> just, I just go no. through. I'm like, the same
0: way. I'm the same way.
2: I'll, I'll read, like, I don't know, my commentary to Bible ratio is probably a little bit askew. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And also, don't be afraid of an action Bible, because if no one's read the Bible uh, before, yeah. The action Bible is they took the best bits that could be comics and made it into like a big comic. So not that this should be your main Bible, but like, no joke, I got my wife an action Bible when we, uh, like for, cause she hadn't read the Bible before. So her first dating, I got her an action Bible and she thought it was interesting enough that it kind of like makes you like, all right, I saw a really insane version of this. I wonder what like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you see a movie based on a book and you're like, oh, I should see what the book is.
0: I <laughs> if you really that. want to enjoy the Bible, just read the pigeon translation on U version.
1: Like the Hawaiian,
0: the weird Hawaiian dialect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic.
1: All right. That's oh so for those of you who don't know, Pidgin is the weird half language that they speak in Hawaii that's like Hawaiian slang mixed with English, which I'm very interested in reading a Bible version of. Can we get – uh? how quickly could you pull up of a, a Pigeon
2: verse? Uh, I can pull, it pull up Andrew. John 3.16 in Pigeon. <laughs> All right, so yeah. let's hear
1: John 3.16 and not Pigeon. All right, and Travis, John go. John 3.16 in Pigeon.
0: For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall never perish but have eternal life. John
2: 3.16. All right.
0: I was really worried I was going to mess that <laughs> up, guys. I, I, after the 122 books thing, I was like, man, am I even a Christian? Uh, we
1: just found out that Travis has been reading the Quran this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, guys. All
2: right, I'm going to read this and hope I don't get canceled. Um, all oh, right. no. God just, don't, wh- just don't do a voice. All right. God wh- and <laughs> get so plenty love and aloha for the people inside the world that he went and sent his one and only boy so that everybody that turn and trust and no get cut off from god but get them real nine life that cat stay to do ma forever
0: <laughs> I, is that you <laughs> or did you just google i think i think Andrew this, just is, this is this is bible out. gateway this is this oh, okay. is Bible gateways.
1: Okay, um, that's fair.
0: Andrew might get canceled because he was <laughs> doing a little bit of a voice. <laughs> it's <hard> no, to- <laughs> no. Honestly, it's he was not doing like a voice that like that. Is, that is how it is written. Like, yeah, you really like he wasn't doing a voice. That is honestly the way it's written. That's the way it's okay. spelled out. It like,
2: literally is spelled that he when sen, me like that <laughs> is that is literally. Yeah. Man, oh, is it pigeon, pigeon?
1: Really more of a language than I thought. I thought it was mostly
0: slang. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean that—that's their primary language. Like,
1: no, I just thought it was like American, like Eng- not American. That's dumb. It's English with slang. I thought, but apparently, apparently, there's a lot more to it. Wow. I think. Right, I think. So, we'll- guys, go from Action Bible to Pigeon Bible to NIV.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's, that's a progression. fair. All right, you guys ready for our final word of the week? I think so. Our, our
0: our own slang version. Our, our slang.
2: slang. Our slang word of the week. Um, so this was done to Travis and I. I don't know if he's done any research on it, but this got done to us at youth convention. Um, this word. So a bunch of teenagers did this to us, and so the word is sheesh.
0: Oh, sheesh. yeah. What? Sheesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheesh.
2: Is there a
1: trend? yeah i know that okay that's what i know but does it mean something
2: yeah yes it does does it not just mean sheesh eh, no. nope it means something now what <laughs> no oh it, it's like yeah yeah so it's 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 related to the two arms on your the two fingers on your arm thing that you're i still don't know what that means either i finally figured out that what that means too so i can give you i can give you a couple of different things today i can enlighten you yeah okay i
0: i i know for a fact what the two fingers on the arm means okay can i say that one yeah go for it It means you got ice in your veins
2: that's right travis is on point yeah it's got means you got ice in your veins is that good It's from an NBA player. So an NBA player, um, he would do it whenever he made, like, amazing plays because he's like, I'm a beast. I got ice in my veins. Like, I'm cold-blooded. Like, that's the meaning. I just don't see how that relates. I'm cold-blooded. So, like, when he, like – do. So what off- lizards are inherently good at basketball? Well, no, when you call someone cold blooded, it means they're like cutthroat, they're they're down to business, they know what they're about to do. And so when he would when he would pull off a play that was incredible, he'd be like, Yeah, I'm cold-blooded, and he'd do and he'd like tap his arm with the two fingers. And so then I, it became a meme on TikTok.
1: I already hate that because you needed to walk <laughs> me through three different pieces of slang to get back to a definition. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go right from slang to english no 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 we can't no, go no, from no, no, slang no. to slang no, to slang no no,
0: no no i don't think you could understand what ice in my veins i think anyone else understood what ice in my veins meant no i think <laughs> you're probably the only person that didn't understand what that's ice a in my pretty veins common
2: meant. that's a pretty common thing i don't what?
1: ice in my veins yeah that's, mean, that's been around since we were kids
2: yeah what
0: cold-blooded
1: cold-blooded yeah but I've never been like, hey guys, ice in my veins.
0: What would ice in my veins mean? It's <laughs> <No>, like
2: drugs.
1: <laughs> right. I'm not said, like, But you can't just like use all synonyms for a slang and like, pretend it exists, Travis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought the two finger thing was a drug uh, like, sign.
2: I thought so too, I, I thought oh. I couldn't do it and then I found out, oh right. no, okay.
0: So sheesh is
1: related
2: to this? Yes, somehow.
0: I yeah I so I don't know this for a fact so I'll I'll just go I could mm-hmm. be wrong I could be right uh, I think sheesh is basically like like something amazing happens and just like sheesh that's my only guess It's like yeah look look how cool
1: that cold blooded dunk
2: is <laughs> all right well. You guys are on point. It's an expression to show disbelief or exasperation, and it's basic, or it's used to hype people up. So sheesh so, is just
1: opposite now.
2: Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. So, so one of my favorite TikToks of an example of this is they put a traffic cone on a skateboard and sent it, all, and it was doing tricks. <laughs> I've seen that rip, And you just hear all people
0: she <laughs>
2: and it was like we can't believe what's happening right now. And so they named the cone Coney Hawk. And uh, (laughs) that's fantastic. But this is the most recent one. And dude, this one, oh my gosh. It took me forever to get down to like what was happening. So to give you context, this is what happened to Travis and I. We're at youth convention. We're on stage, a couple hundred students all in front of us. And one of them yells at Travis saying,
0: Travis, go sheesh. Well, no, they, they, they texted it. Because oh. we, we were letting them text in questions and they texted it, and they said, say sheesh, and that was it.
2: Just say sheesh. And yeah. I was like, this person wants me to say sheesh. And then 250 teenagers all just go, sheesh, all back in a simultaneous That relate. one
1: really snuck up on me.
2: <laughs> Dude, Dude, I hadn't, I was not ready for it. No idea. Wild wild one of like I thought we were doing pretty well staying on top of trends but oh my god I had no idea what was going on no idea
0: I was completely flabbergasted
2: <laughs> so yeah and then it took me it took me a while to do like it took me a solid like 20 to 30 minutes of googling to figure out all the all the context for where sheesh came from I
0: didn't care enough I just went yeah. to bed
2: I went, I found out I, I did research and that's where, cause the ice in my veins is connected to sheesh.
0: Yeah. I knew I I, like, I I had known that, but
2: yeah. So I had to like figure out, okay, so sheesh is this thing. And then it's taken from this guy who did this thing with the ice and just, it's just crazy complicated. I mean, crazy. I, 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 I'd mean,
0: I rate this like an eight, you know, because it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good slang term. I, I think they just took something completely did the opposite of it and which I think is fair. I mean, I, you know, so a solid right. eight. And turned around, I got an old slang.
1: that So we're going to, as we usually do, that's a slang that we are getting rid of forever and replacing <laughs> with a slang from back in the day. Um, Please tell me I, it's what I think it's going to be. Uh, probably not because I've run out of old slang that I know. So I've started actively researching very funny old slang. What did you have in mind, Travis? I,
0: your, your old slang should be we're gonna replace sheesh with sheesh. With sheesh.
1: I, ha- I initially <laughs> thought that, but honestly, old sheesh isn't that great.
0: That's you don't great. need
1: old sheesh. Yeah. We need happy cabbage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? what? Happy cabbage is a term for a large amount of money specifically set aside for just like what, like, like luxurious needs. So like, if I'm like, I got an extra $200 of my paycheck this week and I'm going to spend it on just me on, just getting something cool. And that's your happy cabbage. It's a nice chunk <laughs> of change just for you to enjoy. It's, it's not bad. savings. It's your happy cabbage.
0: I like this one.
1: I like it a lot.
0: <laughs>
2: I've never heard this before. Yeah, if you got a it. jar
1: up on your you know, mantle that you throw a bucket into every once in a while, that you got a happy cabbage growing. I love it. It's your happy cabbage it. patch. <laughs> So, guys, let's start saying happy cabbage. Get us some advertisers so we can build our own happy cabbage.
0: Uh, mm, that's and I, oh, man,
1: the more I say it, the better it feels. Yeah, <laughs> I love it.
2: All right. Um, so, I, I don't then, think we uh, actually
0: gave them our, and our then, Instagram
2: at the beginning. So, I have a happy cabbage. Um, if you have a happy cabbage fund and then you have an unexpected pregnancy and your kid ruins it, that's your cabbage patch kid. They ruined it <laughs> all. they ruined your savings
1: great perfect
2: (laughs) Uh, yes
1: good good matter travis if you want to see that picture of handsome squidward zach efron check out our two and a half pastors instagram just at two and a half pastors
0: it's i'm pretty sure we probably have some kind of link on our facebook i don't know and please 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 for the for the love that of all that's good in this world, leave us a five-star review. It's been far too long.
2: Oh yeah, we even got one single new review in I don't a think while. I, I forgot. I forget to tell people to do that. Hey guys,
0: just leave us a review. Be cool. And <laughs> Be cool, and and if you're still listening, message us. Message us Sheesh for a five-dollar gift card. No, how about
1: this? Anybody that sends us a screenshot of their five-shot review, one of us will record ourselves saying sheesh and send it back to you (laughs) Uh, in response to review. We'll give a sheesh for every every five-star review. review. Yep, a dedicated sheesh. All right, all right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. And just remember, after a couple months from now, that's going to be a Patreon tier. Uh, So you're getting in early. (laughs) You will be on the the sheesh level of Patreon. (laughs) Yep. All right. So guys, you know, tend your cabbages and and keep your veins icy, am I (laughs) right? See you guys next week.